what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the Dollar Hour. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Sorry for my tardiness. Uh, they've had a very bad accident chemical spill on the expressways here in Atlanta. So your boys, you know, starting off a little late and everything. But we got an awesome, awesome, awesome show planned for you guys tonight. Tonight we're talking about something that uh, I know a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs, or even um, prospective entrepreneurs don't go through, and that's business planning for your for for the the upcoming year and what i want to discuss is how to plan your business for 2024 one of the the main things i, I now have a conversation coincidentally with somebody a friend of mine the other day and uh they were talking about business and everything entrepreneurship and what i was bringing to their attention is when when you're an entrepreneur you're a business owner you're looking to start your business up what we always do is start off with costs a lot of times people can work in a field or do a particular job and they're so they're they're, they're always, you know, aware of how much money a business makes, how much come how much comes in, you know. They want to do this where they can make ten thousand a month, twenty thousand dollars a month from a revenue perspective. But it never really given a thought in regards to the actual profit amount. Cause sometimes you can look at theoretically your business may be generating ten, twenty thousand dollars a month, but it also may be costing the business 20 i mean 12 or you know twenty-five thousand dollars a month just to keep the business running and that's something that i don't think most new entrepreneurs even current entrepreneurs don't even take consideration the cost because you know revenue minus expenses equals profit but a lot of times again people are caught up into the actual revenue coming in the checks you know a lot of restaurants we made eight hundred dollars tonight we made ten thousand dollars today you know the cigar bar we've done you know this uh another I sold, I seen cats all the time, man. I just made $3,000 selling t-shirts. Knowing, but not really want to acknowledge that they had to spend $2,500 to buy the shirts. Right. From, right, a, from right, a buying right. it, printing it, you know, getting it uh, made, or uh, even from a retail perspective. Uh, they know that, but they don't want to acknowledge that. They're just looking at the bigger number, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I want to just have a discussion with everybody in regards to, you know, how to plan your business in two, uh, uh, 2024, just give you guys some strategies, things that you guys need to look at when you, uh, if you're in business or you potentially want to start a business up, the things that you need to be aware of, okay? Again, I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Tonight, we have a call in, the call in number is 678-740-9894. Let me put this in the, in the, the Instagram. I just thought about that. Again, the call-in number is 678-740-9894. If you have any questions regarding uh, how to plan for your business, do any kind of forecast projecting, or, you know, you are, if you already are a current entrepreneur or a prospective entrepreneur, feel free to call in, okay? Um, right now, we're streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. Our main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we have over 800 videos on the YouTube channel. We have over... But almost 27,000 27, subscribers. Uh, I think we almost at 27,000 on TikTok. Um, I don't really know the numbers off the top of my head on other platforms and everything. But we're growing, growing, growing. We haven't hit the end of the year. Total want to be at 30,000 on YouTube by the end. We had a couple weeks. A couple more weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hook a brother up. Come, come on through. There, there you go. Before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Man, what's happening, man? Thursday, Thursday. Shit, man. I appreciate you, bro. Glad life. to be in the farm, man. <laughs> yes, life sir. Life be life. Boy, life be damn life. But we make it through it. We make it through. through. We making it through. We making it through. I also want to say what's up to my other producer, Slick316. What's up, Reek? What's going on, Reek? 
And also I have an in-studio guest, my son, uh, bro man Will, or Will, <laughs> Will, B. Will B. <laughs> <In the> <laughs> We'll say one to roll with daddy, hey, man. I can't turn that down. Gotta go with it. Mm, mm. Shout out on the way here, man. I was in traffic talking to my uh, buddy Dennis Sanders, man. Man, Dennis brought it to my attention. He said, "Man, I didn't even think about it." Laugh. He said, "Man, we graduated from college twenty years ago." Yeah. Now he told me, he "said Man, I we graduated in '03." And uh, me and I was just talking about like, yeah, man. You know, we was in, he was just reminiscing. Uh -huh. I mean, we had babies and shit. We was. You know, going to school with kids, having babies and stuff like that. But, man, I was glad to hear from Dennis, man. Yeah. But he just brought it to my attention, man. I mean, we was in graduating from college 20 years ago this year. Wow. I ain't think down about it, man. So ain't, it ain't crossed your mind. It ain't crossed my damn mind. Wow. Whole, whole lot of headaches and, you know, good stuff in between then and stuff. So shout out to Dennis, man. Um, um, Yeah, I was glad to talk to that brother, man. It been a minute. <laughs> Reminiscing. Yeah, yeah. But... You know, planning your business for the upcoming year is a crucial process that helps uh, set clear goals, allocate resources effectively, and guide your team towards success. What we're going to do is a step-by-step -step guide to help you guys plan for next year. So, again, the thought process we're doing tonight's show was, again, so many people, you know, get an entrepreneur book or car an entrepreneur. But, you know, I always say all the time, you know, I ain't in business, say I'm in business. I want to make a little money. Right, you know right, what I mean? right. If far too often people get into it because you you know what what are the 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 things people want to I want to work for myself I want to get out the plantation be my own boss yeah be my own boss and what you end up being is your own damn worker your own <laughs> damn headache you know what I'm saying right right shit you missing car notes you lost your damn home mm -hmm. and all this shit to chase something you really didn't know what the hell you were doing getting into right yeah right and you know because we get caught so often. We, we we do a job, but we got a skill set that we do relatively easy, mm -hmm. and we don't understand the other side of we see we know the, the 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 process, the service, the manufacturing side, but we don't know the back office. Mm -hmm. You know the actual forecasting, managing, projecting, advertising, all, all that, that side yeah. of it. Yeah, that that actually keeps the the whole train running uh, with doing that. And it's, it's funny, lad, we're having this discussion. We start talking about how to plan your bid for twenty twenty four. Um, mama said, hey, Pooch, you got me up late. Hey, mama. <laughs> hey, mama. I ain't got you up late. Miss Charlie got you up late. Yeah. yeah. Got mama up late tonight. Man, we couldn't find my mama with, that, uh, with her, her bingo buddy last week. My sister's blowing my phone up. I know, right? Yeah. She ain't do it again this week. Yeah, she do not. I don't, know. I don't know if she do late night bingo. I been to call you, mama. I just was uh, running late. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, man, you know, a lot of times people... Um, we had these conversations because, like I say, a lot of times people will come to me on the front end when they're looking to start a business up or I got my own LLC. Uh -huh. And what happened is, you know, uh, folks have situations. Uh -huh. um, we're in a city, like I always talk about Atlanta, everybody's a business owner and everything. But coincidentally, it seems like everybody's a, 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 a master uh -huh. at what they do. And you think about where we go uh, about three years ago. I mean, this was like business city right everybody had a disaster loans and everybody was trucking everybody was cooking mm -hmm. everybody was doing everything what the hell they at now right what they doing yeah, now? Shit, you know and it's not a ridicule nobody pick at anybody but for, people had to find out the hard way mm -hmm. this ain't easy it, 
Yeah. This, this ain't easy. And I tell folks all the time, you know, you know me, the 20 hours a day, so I have to do 40 yeah, hours a week. week right. Hey, a tax season's going to come around. You about to be busy. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Four months out of the year, man, I put it in. Right. So I can chill at eight. Eight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I don't think a lot of times people really are aware of what they need to do. And so that's why I want to have a discussion with you guys tonight in regards to how to plan your business for 2024. Just give you some tips and insight, things you need to think about and look look out for in regards to setting your business up and keeping it in the right direction. Because one thing to start the business is another thing to keep it. Keep it going. And that's just like with anything in life. Everybody didn't have something. Everybody had a house. Everybody had a car. Everybody had mm-hmm. money. But you still got it. And we know when you have those kind of things, it's not about getting it. Getting it kind of easy. Mm-hmm. It's keeping it. Maintaining. Yes, sir. Okay. So that's why I want to have that discussion with you guys tonight. Okay? Remember, guys, you want to call in, add to the discussion, you got any questions, anything, feel free to give us a call. The call-in number is 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. Feel free to call in. And so the first thing I think people need to do when we start talking about how to plan your business for 2024, and guys, remember this. I want you to tell you, I tell you guys we're gonna have the uh, the goal setting show uh, this month. We do that annually, mm-hmm. but everything that I tell you guys, I practice what I preach. I've done videos mm-hmm. at my office and at my house. Uh, matter of fact, I did. I released a video that I'd made a couple of years ago in regards to goal setting, where I show how I write down things from uh, the current year, analyze things. But the first one. When we start talking about planning for 2024, you got to reflect on the current year. Evaluate your performance of your business in the current year. What you did in 2023, right? Right, right? What did you do right? What did you do wrong? Be honest with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Be honest with yourself and be, and be hard on yourself too. Because at the end of the day, um, 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 facts is what we can all go for. The data, the numbers, those are the things we got to go by, right? Right. Uh, identify key achievements, challenges, and lessons learned. Analyze those financial reports customer feedback and market trends guys you got to make sure you 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 fully aware of your numbers anytime you look at short time what the first thing they ask well, what are your numbers what are your numbers? sales right. they, they have to because at the end of the day all feelings and words and opinions they that's all that is mm-hmm. you know a lot of people like this it's getting a lot of traction there's a lot of buzz like those emotional mm-hmm. words she you know buzz and selling two all different things you know <laughs> and what you always say, being busy and making profits are two different things, yeah, yeah, right? We, yeah, we in business. We ain't in business. You know? <laughs> That's the thing. Exactly, man. You you know, you, you see it. Don't, don't ever get traffic confused with profits. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of folks got lines around the corner. Right. But trust me, man, when, when I come in, when the accountant come in, the tax man, as they call me, mm-hmm. I see everything. Right. I see it. And it, it, business is tough. Business is tough. It is nothing uncommon. It is nothing uncommon. For businesses to be struggling, it mm-hmm. is tough mm-hmm. because we know theoretically most entrepreneurs, people that, that sustain entrepreneurship, they entrepreneurs because they want freedom, mm-hmm. not necessarily they so stuck on actually uh, how much money they make. Everybody want to make some money, but at the end of the day, you know when you go out and start working for yourself doing stuff, shit, right? You got everything, <laughs> <laughs> everything coming for you. Hey man, so. You don't necessarily get into it, you know. You if you like what you're doing, you love it, you love the freedom. The byproduct gonna be the money, uh-huh. you know. But you're gonna get some scars, right? Like I said, I ain't got PTO, I ain't got sick leave, <laughs> but you. So you got, I you know, no one give a damn. Small little things yeah, don't realize. absolutely, absolutely, right. absolutely. Ain't nobody, you know. Sometimes you can kind of get somebody to pick up the slack when you're in there, but most of the time, especially depending on something that's specifically tied into you, 
you're not going to be able to make that up, right? right? So those kind of things got to be, you know, uh, taken consideration. Mm -hmm. We're going to go down this road. But again, the first thing you got to do is reflect on current on, on the current year. The next thing is, guys, you know, I'm a big proponent of this. You got to design your vision and goals. You got to clearly articulate your long-term vision for your business. Set specific, measurable, and achievable, relevant, and um, time-bound, with acronym SMART goals, for the upcoming year. Got to make sure, guys, they're incrementable and they're attainable. Mm -hmm. Got to. Got to make sure. You just can't say, I want to make a million dollars. I want to have $20,000. You know, that that shit ain't going to never happen. Right. We started going to the numbers. I want to make four thousand dollars a month, or I want to make forty-eight thousand dollars a year. Mm -hmm. I want to make four thousand a month. That means I, I got to make a thousand dollars a week for me to make a thousand dollar a week. I got to make sure that I'm putting in, uh, what's that, four hundred dollars a day, mm -hmm. right? Y'all better hit me. Am I, am I right with that? I'm four hundred dollars a day, twenty-five hundred dollars a day. You know, two fifty a day. Two fifty. I've been adding all damn week. Y'all <laughs> work with me, not against me. But you know, two fifty a day. For five days, for four days, gonna give you the thousand dollars a week, which in turn give you four grand a month. But you got to think about it like like that. You got to work backwards from the goal, mm -hmm. and those are the kind of things you got to look at. And so those, when you working to make that kind of money and do those kind of things, that's what things are happening. Instead right. of just throwing out a arbitrary number, that's what I want to do. Because that's what, at, yeah, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big and, number that you know when you see it, you are gonna give up on trying to get there. Absolutely, absolutely. Because but 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 numbers keep us accountable. We talk about that all the time. But people avoid the numbers because now you got to say here, how are you going to get to that number? Mm -hmm. I see it all the time, man, uh, in regards to people having interviews and they ask people, I just, you can make this, I can make that. And they lying. Mm -hmm. They lying, man. Because again, uh, the easiest thing for me to tell you what I am going to do, the hardest thing for me to do is to make it happen. Or well, definitely one thing is explain to you how to do it. You know what I'm saying? A lot mm -hmm. of times people will sit there and well, we can make this kind of money. I seen a lot of cats do that. Coincidentally, I've been in business 22 years, right. but majority of my clients from the get-go were trucking companies. You okay. know, I drove trucks and stuff when I was uh -huh. in the military. And that's why a lot of guys were sitting there, they were showing the checks, we made 4000 8000 But they ain't saying saying that, yeah, you made $4,000 driving that load, but it cost you 2500 or $3,000. You know, mm -hmm. so you can do it and bring $1,000 in. Yeah. Not saying it wasn't a lucrative or, or potentially lucrative industry, but at the end of the day, it was costing so much money to make it. It really wasn't what you thought it, it was, worth it. right? Uh, if you like driving, mm -hmm. it might be, but it's not what you're projecting out. You're telling mm -hmm. people what you're bringing in, but you ain't telling people what you're putting out, right? Right. right. You start looking at fuel costs, insurance costs, uh, labor costs you got driving and stuff like that. It's not the same thing, right? But a lot of times people don't want to sit there and look at that, right? Mm -hmm. Remember, you know, I don't want to see the numbers. Right. But right. You try to have so these you know what the numbers are. Exactly. So when you, tr when you try to have the uh, conversation with people in regards to that, you always see that. And I've seen that a lot on the internet. People kept saying, look at these chicks. Look what I'm pulling in. Yeah, yeah, they did yeah but they the never said, okay, this is what you, I never seen breakdowns. Mm -hmm. Exactly what a person was bringing in. And because people are naive, uh, and I mean that in regards to the ignorant because they just don't know. Mm -hmm. um, the perception is how much that, money that, I can. That's the chick. Yeah, that's, that's the chick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's not how it is. Mm -hmm. and that's how it is in most places. You know, you yeah. see people want to get a bar, get a restaurant, they want, you know, uh, uh, retail and stuff. They don't understand it. Yeah, they don't understand yeah. the liquor license is a hundred thousand dollars. No, no, and, and, and <laughs> the license. But just even if you sell a t-shirt for twenty dollars, it might cost you fifteen dollars to make it. Mm -hmm. And even if you get it made cheaper and stuff like that, can you realistically, on a part-time basis, be somewhere to sell these particular shirts? With right. you know what I'm saying? All right. this kind of stuff got to be gotta be. be real about right. it. Uh, we're doing it. So 
guys definitely you know define them goals and make sure they realistic goals don't just throw out arbitrary stuff that you hope happens mm-hmm. right because if that's the deal you can stay at your damn job and hope shit happens right you know what i'm saying you ain't got to sit go out there and spend money on yourself and burn through money burn through your savings and stuff like that and it never just happened mm-hmm. you know you, you get what i'm saying the next thing guys again we're talking about how to plan your business for 2024 the next one is conduct a good swat analysis we know swat stands for the acronym strength weaknesses opportunities and threats pretty much like a market research you got doing your business you want to identify the, the internal factors the thing that you have your human resources the people that you have the skill sets that you may have the money the capital equipment things like that but also look at the external factors that being the market trends competitions that can affect your business mm-hmm. guys far too often people get in want to start a business up but they don't necessarily do that swat analysis that's one of the biggest things they grind on you in business schools in regards to just making sure that you're fully aware of what you do right, what you do wrong, and what's out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, business, you know, um, uh, business is extremely difficult. Uh-huh. And I think a lot of times people can go into it uh, not want to do all this stuff that we're talking about because, again, you know, that accountability aspect comes in. Mm-hmm. People say all the time, well, I ain't going to be... I don't want nobody to talk me out of it. It's not talking you out of it. When you go, when you look at any kind of major corporation, when they actually have those, when they're doing their market analysis, they're doing research, and they want to, say, take on a new arm, mm-hmm. you know, in regards to, say, Coca-Cola want to have a new drink. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, you have a different hotel chain may want to start a whole different segment in regards to uh, hotels that they have, right? Mm-hmm. They, got, they got to do all that research and development to find out, uh, if it's something going to be feasible, mm-hmm. can we make, you know, can we make money at it? You know, will the Atlanta market be able to suffice what we're trying to do, right? right. We're, you know, we're doing it. So it's, uh, a lot of times people can look at that, you know, it being extra work. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to pray on it and whatever. And then next thing you know, man, you know, went through your 401k. <laughs> you know, burned through all kinds of shit just mm-hmm. to sit here and follow a dream that you really turn into a nightmare. Yeah. And you just got to be smart and patient about it, right? Realistic. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, but, but, but. It's nothing wrong with having things you don't know about. It's something wrong with not knowing stuff and trying to avoid what it takes to get it. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, man, if you really want to be in business, you want you, you know, not just I want to make this on the side. I want to be in business. Now you go to a little JUCO, take you a couple of business classes. Uh-huh. You know, it'd be crucial what you can learn in that business class that'll help you big picture wise. You right. know what I'm saying? Not you know what you about to say. Uh, Blueprint to access says. Um, change with purpose. You change. You change with purpose. Uh, what do you mean by change with purpose? Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to misunderstand. I, I, he said change with, or they said change with purpose. So if you want to expound on that, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, cause I don't, you know, and, and I, I think it's a, 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 a good statement. Maybe I just don't know what it means. You said earlier. Okay. Oh yeah, he yeah. He was. He was. He said correct. So it was something he was agreeing with. Something that you said earlier. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. The uh, the, the the biggest thing, man, when we start talking about that SWOT analysis, and I'm 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 very, 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 very big on that because again, far too often people open up businesses. I'm gonna tell you, there's a couple of businesses here in Atlanta. All these damn brunch spots, cigar parlors, uh, food places. Mm. I think it's an oversaturated market. Think I so? think, hell yeah, hell yeah, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because going back to what I said, Lab shaking his head. Lab, at the end of the day, math is math. Mm-hmm. The cost related with doing it is so many of them. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, go through so many damn books. That's true. You know, people ain't gonna say. Right. 
ain't gonna say. We all got but it's faith. tough, man. The good, it's, the good faith. But you, you might be right. It is. A, you know, it, 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 it's, 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 it, it, it looks. A lot of things look good. Mm-hmm. People are doing these particular things, man. But you gotta understand when you start looking at. Let, let me be realistic with a couple things, like Retail rent in Atlanta, five ten thousand dollars a day a month. Exactly, I know that firsthand. So we talking about just rent. We we ain't so one damn chicken, right. mimosa, dumpling, lamb chop. They ain't none of it sold. Well, I'm gonna break it down to you. Since I was in retail space leasing, mm-hmm. not only that, you gotta have your insurance, which is a million dollar coverage minimum. You gotta have your um, uh, build out. If the, if you don't get the shop center to build it out for you, you gotta build it out yourself. Mm-hmm. We only we only uh, <laughs> we only um, warranty the air conditioner for one year, so you have to have a service plan in place for that. Yeah. Anything from the curb from the front door to the back door is your responsibility. Light light fixtures and such and so on. So all that stuff matters. Yeah. And so that's that's and that's the thing about it. I was at a spot the other week. I ain't gonna say the name, but I was just thinking about. They were talking about they put a million dollars in actual for the actual uh, place to get it built. But in my mind, like, when the hell are you gonna make that million dollars back? Cause you already, cause you gotta uh, survive mm-hmm. currently. Mm-hmm. How the hell are you gonna make all this startup Jump. costs you put right. in? Right. Uh, with, with doing it, but I don't think people think about that. No. I think they put in a, a massive, what you said, a massive startup cost uh-huh. to get everything started and just be forgetting about how you going to make that back. How you going to make that back. Right. You know uh, what I'm saying? Third Eye Lotus says the same with boutiques. It's very tough. Shit, man. Hey, you talked you talk to somebody who had a salon 17 damn years, and I know the main reason I stayed open that long is, okay, I, I, I got you, Reek. I'm back on it. Reek, tell me to get back on the mic. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. But but that is one of the main reasons I think I stayed open so long because I made sure I had nice, decent stuff in my salon. Mm-hmm. Not the, the oh, angels yes. and water fountains coming. <laughs> I didn't have all that, right. you know. And I wasn't really even pressed to have that kind of stuff in the salon. So I think that helped out uh, uh, a lot. Well, I know I don't think. I know it did with doing it. So definitely, guys, want to make sure you spend some time uh, with that SWOT analysis. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Blueprint to Exodus expounded on what he said. He said SWAT is a very good is is very good and it showed me the challenges and the uh, importance of marketing and what I need to grow. Okay, cool. Awesome. SWAT. awesome. He's talking about the SWAT analysis. Cool, cool. I appreciate it. And guys, remember on Mr. Short Dollar, the YouTube channel, guys, we got over eight hundred videos. If you go and look in the search the the search bar on the YouTube channel, I have videos on market research advertising but we talk a little bit more in depth in regards to SWOT analysis and things like that so I got a lot of information on that so you don't have to necessarily be in the dark uh, in regards to you know just from a marketing and advertising standpoint again guys the call in number is 678-740-9894 again that's 678-740-9894 tonight we're discussing how to plan your business for 2024 the next thing guys you got to make sure you review and adjust your budget Assess your current budget and financial performance, right? So that's why we got to make sure we're keeping what proper books, guys. If you're not keeping financial reports and books on a monthly basis, you do not know how you're doing. You cannot make no adjustments. You do not just put all this shit in a bank, or uh, 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 a little ledger, or just try to dump everything off the end of the year to take to your taxpayer. Guys, you got to be looking at those numbers and viewing that data, data on a monthly, at least a monthly basis here rather look at it every damn day and every week but you have to guys remember the ceo because everybody likes putting that down that they're a ceo 
the CEO is strategic. You have to know what's going on from a financial standpoint, mm-hmm. marketing standpoint, what's going on with your business, guys. Like I say, it's, um, titles are cool to have, but it's hard to sit here and really, you know, just work them, you know, to mm-hmm. just be totally honest with you. So you got to make sure you're doing that, guys. Adjust your budget for the upcoming year based on your goals and insights gained from the SWOT analysis. Allocate resources strategically to support your priorities. Remember, guys, and we start looking at it, be realistic. Don't just say because I made $10,000 in 2023, I plan on making 20000 in 2024. You know, we got, you know, market trends change. Real estate market, you know, mm-hmm. is funky. Retail might be funky. We're just speaking hypothetically. You may have to take a dip, mm-hmm. right? You may have to take a dip, right? Everybody, when you start looking at certain, uh, 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 industries, they try to sit, sit here and, and, and try to keep, the profits kind of align with each other, right? The profit, the revenue minus the expenses. So when you see people lay people off around by Christmas time, I don't think they're just being heartless and callous. They're just being business. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, yeah, it, it looks bad, but they looking like, hey, man, we're making X amount of dollars in profit. We want to stay around those lines. We all know the easiest expense to trim out is payroll. So mm-hmm. you got to kind of look at certain things. And, and, and as, a, as, a, as a business, especially even a small business, it may be calling a new vendor up. It may be um, getting a new uh, insurance policy. Mm-hmm. You maybe want to change, do we really need cable? Maybe we need to get a, a fire stick. I'm just, you know, speaking hypothetically. Right, right. Um, you got to make them kind of assessments. Mm-hmm. But that's why it's so important, guys. Do not You have to maintain your financials. You have to. You have to, guys. I'm, I'm just saying, when you when you come into my work, if you're just doing it as as a hobby, I get it. I get it. I get it. And it's cool. We want to post on social media. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you want to go next level, right? You got to make sure you're doing it the right way. People will sit there and look at people that probably went to business school and say, well, man, they went to college, they did this and that, and you don't really need that. Um, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. Um, well, I, I really feel like if you don't get educated on it, I'm not trying to just, you know, make a case for college, but I will say this, you're going to pay for education somehow, some way, either through, you know, you're going to sit in somebody's classroom or behind the money you waste by not necessarily knowing something. Right. You feel me? Yeah. So you're going to pay regardless. You're right. One way or the other. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, La China, and I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. La China. La China. La China, uh-huh. Oh, Okay. Uh, she says that I'm proud of our people wanting to open businesses. However, I think a lot of us need to start with the basics. 101, customer service, customer care. A lot of these business owners are mean and cocky, don't know how to build a, a clientele. Let's get more classes under our belt as well. Like, yeah. And then um, doc, Dr. T. Gross says started startup is key and the turn the turnaround on income especially on repayment uh okay and blueprint exodus says you will pay at the end of tax year you will pay at the end of the tax year yeah so. okay just run through them even well the channel mentioned about was the customer service you know we did shows on that you know in regards to customer service mm-hmm. and things like that i think that um it's a case by case basis depending on what the industry is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you got to have some kind of you, you, some businesses and industries require a lot of customer service depending on the interactions and things like that. Um, I will say this: um, 
I think sometimes we take customers, we, we, we kind of put a lot more customer service than we need to be mm-hmm. because we, we, uh, we, we still, if we can frequent a certain gas station where they rude to us in our community. Right. And, you know, and be okay with it. But it's just something maybe rub us a little wrong way with another brother or sister do it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're doing it. And I'm not saying that need to be more tolerable. I'm just saying that it's just, we got to be realistic about what we put into it. Now, we saw it from the other side as a business owner. Um, uh, and I, I say this, and I, you know, be very honest with you. I think more times people, especially in uh, uh, restaurants and bars, uh, especially from a social perspective, they need to invest and send these people to some kind of class. Mm-hmm. Um, a good experience at the right restaurant or bar can make it make make somebody's day turn around their whole day, mm-hmm. and also until in turn turn around and send more people back to you. Okay, say so that word of mouth yeah. is, is an invaluable marketing tool. Yeah, and and, and and I just don't think a lot of times people spend a lot of time. What's up, Chris B? Mother's son Chris just came in the show. What's, What's up, Chris? Chris? <laughs> um, was doing it. What was the um. The second comment layup. Dr. T. Gross. Uh, the repayment. Repayment. Uh, with yeah, the startup bidding. is key and the turnaround on income, especially on repayment. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and you know, I'm just let me be transparent with me. Got a rental property I'm going through right now. Uh, um, gutting out stuff, doing all kind of stuff. So in my mind, I'm sitting here looking just at that point. If I put in 20 grand, hypothetically, to get this rehab done on this damn house, you know, I'm looking at the rent. Minus, I don't have a mortgage on the house, but just say uh, if you had a mortgage, rent, minus whatever expenses may come along with it, you know, property manager and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. how long is it going to take me to pay that back? Right. So, it, theoretically, if I had to pay property, if I'm getting $1,000 a month and I'm paying property manager insurance 500 that's 500 a month, mm-hmm. I got to know that 500 going back into that twenty. Paying that back, not the five hundred going back into my damn pocket. Right. <laughs> you get what right. I'm saying, Lab? Right. So we just say a year and a half, whatever it takes to make that money back. Uh, uh, we're doing that. Well, that probably about three years, six, nine, three, eighteen. Yeah, almost, almost three, three and three and some change. Mm-hmm. Uh, with making that money back, but you got to be those kind of things. You got to look at just that mm-hmm. repayment period. And a lot of times people don't look at that, like you know, in your mind. You know, we may be making a profit every month, made a profit in a year, but you still never even made your startup cost back what we're doing. Yet. Yeah, but like I say, lad, what numbers? We always say numbers do. Numbers make people accountable. Right. Well, let me yeah. ask you a question. Do, they, do people even put their startup costs in the revenue stream, like a part of their a part of their um, expenses? No, you know, it's not part of your expenses, but depending on what it is, if it's part of a loan that you had mm-hmm. or whatever, at the end of the day, you still know. Just say if, you, if it was a infusion that you put in yourself out of your personal stuff mm-hmm. right you still want to get a reimbursed it didn't go away right i mean but wouldn't that be when you when you want to put that in part of your operating expenses you can't now because you want part of your operating expense if you're not paying on it like just say you took money well, like if you, you are paying i mean I, if you're it, paying on it it's going to yeah. be a regular payment just have a loan payment okay and you know theoretically we don't it, you, you don't write off you know, uh, asset. You know, if you bought a car, you, you depreciate it. Right. You know, but then you, you use the you asset interest. for work. You can write that part off, right? No, no. It depends. You know, you leasing. Remember, okay. you know, if it's an asset. I'm just asking. No, you, you know, you depreciate it and you write the interest. You know, laughing about me going to accounting one on one. That's one for the how good you are with yeah, this. Yeah, but 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 I, what I will say is that theoretically, depending on how you have it set up going into it, so mm-hmm. that vary. But you still know hypothetically, like, look, I got to make this money back. People just don't 
because you might have just cash in your 401k. It may not necessarily be a loan attached to it, right? Right, right. You know, uh, uh, with doing it. But you know how much you got put into it mm -hmm. uh, uh, with doing it because what? That damn money gone, right? right? So those kind of things got put in place. And if you want to replenish that back in your retirement account or not, that's on you. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you still know it, well, yeah, if you fall, you've been in a hole or not. Mm -hmm. But that's why it's so crucial. We have to make sure, again, we are looking at these numbers and make sure we know what's going on. What was the last one, Lyle? I'm sorry. Um, you will pay at the end. Well, the, well education. Well, yeah, that's, and, and like I said, you know, just being straight up, Lyle, when, when you said pay at the end of your, with, with tax, mm -hmm. with tax year, mm -hmm. um, I will advise anybody, you know, I ain't just saying this because I'm an accountant. I always make sure, guys, y'all talk to some kind of financial person mm -hmm. that's an accountant. Make sure you do a lot of research, not that you heard they good. Uh, screen them, scrutinize, mm -hmm. make sure, you know, you can just, you know, they just sound good, like they know what they're doing. Because uh, far too often, I, and I just see these, like, I see some smooth brothers and sisters on the mic, you know, on the internet, like, yeah, man, you can take this money, you can do this, you can make, they don't know what the hell they talking about, they talk some real legal shit. <laughs> right. And uh, uh, they sound good. Right. They sound smooth, they ain't stuttering or nothing. But that stuff is wrong, man. <laughs> that stuff is wrong as hell, man. Like, you know, I'm, and I mean, just some of the stuff I'm hearing people, they're saying they from an investing standpoint, a business standpoint, shit you can write off and all this kind of stuff. Many folks get your ass out of it. That's We're why doing I it. threw out the car thing because I, you hear a lot of people saying, you know, if you use your car and you take it and you put a printer in it and you put some paper in there and a pencil, you can use your, you can write your car for your taxes as a business, as an office bill, as an office expense. And I was like, I don't know about that. So, you know, I throw out a little stuff every now and then. Well, <laughs> it, it, it's very important that, you know, I will say try to do that on the front end, find your reliable an accountant, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, an accountant or uh, uh marketing person try to find like a couple of them on the front end that you're comfortable with right um they can share that kind of knowledge with you and everything but uh, Cause we always say you're gonna pay eventually yeah you gonna was, pay now <laughs> are you gonna pay later hey hey some, sometime <laughs> and i always tell people i'm a lot cheaper on the front end uh -huh. you know when i gotta fix stuff <laughs> shit. either way we can take care of you you're right but it's cheaper, the, it's cheaper at the beginning again night we're talking about how to plan your business in 2024 how to plan your business in 2024. I'm Deontay Burden, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. Make sure, guys, we stream live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and Twitter. The main hub is the Mr. Short Dollar YouTube channel where we got over 800 videos. Talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and investing. Go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Even if you have to leave this show, you'll see all the videos there. Catch everything in its whole entirety on the YouTube channel. Again, that's Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube, go there and subscribe to the channel. If you want to add anything to the conversation or you have any questions, feel free to call in 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. You about to say something like What's her name? LaChana. LaChana. Mm -hmm. says, other races have the privileges, have the privilege of generational wealth, being able to pass a business down to their children, their children's children, etc., and the, and the care history and the care history and maintenance is passed down with the family name. I think for us, we don't have the luxury. A lot of we don't have the luxury. We don't have that luxury. A lot of us small business owners at are brand new. How do we build that generational wealth through businesses to be able to pass on for years to come? Meaning strong foundation. Well, I'm gonna get a short answer. The short answer is. 
I'm not a real big proponent of what people push the old generational wealth thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, once you raise your kids, I got four kids right now, man. Very sharp young men. Uh, three, uh, one college graduate, one graduate college next year, one couple years, one heading headed to there. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen that damn one of them. They get they very smart. Mm-hmm. I think they'd be super su- successful, but I ain't seen that damn one of them really interested in what the hell I do. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes we have to be realistic about being so caught up into what we're trying to do and what we're trying to create and and, and, and realize what our kids want to do, right? Mm-hmm. I love the crucial part on the Godfather. You remember when the guy was telling uh, Michael Corleone, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, what was it, Robert Kahn? He was telling uh, Al Pacino, we had all this stuff planned, me and your dad, we had mm-hmm. all this stuff. Yes, he said, y'all had this stuff planned. For, for my life? life? Yeah, yeah, for my life? Yeah. They were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and we find out real quick, man, kids ain't interested in no rental properties. Right. And then they interested in no damn tag business. Uh-huh. I got some smart, I got a damn Ivy League graduate. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Like, so at the end of the day, you got to be realistic about certain things. Just because we have our vision for mm-hmm. what we want to have and leave with them and everything like that. The best thing you do is have conversations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that doesn't mean that... They're a failure because they ain't wealthy. They're just what you want to do. And if you want to share that with them, you don't know how they're going to be receptive. I'm going to give you a good example. I watched a video on YouTube yesterday. The lady had uh, her and her three sisters. Her father passed away and left her like 40 acres of land. But he had a big garage with like 400 cars in it. Just old cars. And she's like, me, none of my sisters or our husbands wants to deal with any of this. Like, we're selling all of it. Like, and they had a guy coming and looking at the cars. Like, we don't want none of it. Like, we have no desire to go out and buy and restore old cars and, and, and sell them again. You get what I'm saying? But Ain't that wrong with that either, right. though, lad. But, uh, but that's just the point. Like, he made a lot of money off this because he had land all over the place from doing this. But they like, nah, this ain't what we want to do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get back on topic, but I'm going to share this with, with people. I Well, my, my, my thing is, Focus on what you like doing and making you happy. Mm-hmm. If you have success and you build wealth with doing that, and you uh, uh, and you have a situation where you actually educate your kids and teach them how to do it, and they want to do that, mm-hmm. great. But far too often, I, you know, and the reason why I bring that up because I've seen plenty of people say that we didn't get this, we didn't get that. You're focusing on the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. You didn't. You had a good childhood. You, you didn't go to bed hungry. You didn't do certain things like that. Your parents gave you a certain thing. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't focus on what I didn't have, focus more on what I do have, you right. know, because when you start going down that road of generational wealth and all that kind of stuff, like I said, I'll fall my kids sharp, young men, but they don't necessarily, you know, and then they may look back later and say, maybe I, I should have did this, that, and that, or they might still come along with it, right? We'll be over there. We're pretty sharp. You know, he might, whatever. I don't, But I don't know, but that's why I say it. I think sometimes let's get the wealth first. Once we get the wealth, I think more people are concentrated, you know, in regards to getting wealth mm-hmm. more than actually, like, hey, we want to build it for the generation. Let's get the wealth. We don't have wealth. Right. We got a lot of high-income earners. Right. But we don't have a lot of wealthy people. Right. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Get the wealth. And then if we want to roll, figure it out. That's why I said a lot of times we, we're putting the, the cop before the mule with, mm-hmm. we're doing that. So that's the quick response for that. Right. I don't want to get too far off topic with... uh. With that, in regards to what we're talking about, for the business plan and everything. I got one more. Uh-huh. Well, two more statements. Dr. T. Gross says, T, Dr. T. Gross 10 says, the equipment and property is depreciated and not income. Financial and legal should be consulted depending on the industry selected to pursue. And not... not the China. 
LaChana, I'm sorry I keep messing your name. I'm not mm-hmm. doing no purpose, I promise you. Mm-hmm. LaChana says, I agree, but there are some kids that are interested. Okay. Yeah, you 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 know your kids are inter, inter, uh, interested. Now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I I think as a parent, you will know your kids that are interested. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can do it and everything. But I but I, I I'm a big proponent. We start talking about generational wealth. Uh, hey, get get the wealth first. Mm-hmm. Get the wealth, then we want to sit here and do that. Whatever. Um, I I I ain't because I'm on the other side of it. I ain't building shit for my kids. Right. I build stuff to make Poochie happy. If you want to sit here, you know, you know, I'm dead and gone. Y'all want to roll with that? Cool. If not, you know, I cool. sell it. I'm going to enjoy me. Right. Because uh, when you find out real quick when your kids grow up, they can be great kids, great adult, great, you know, uh, uh, fathers or mothers, but they still may not be interested Terrible in shit you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and not be interested in what anything that you have doing right. and you have a vision to get stuff in them. They just don't want it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say, do you. Uh, in the process, they take a liking, teach them. But if they're not interested, they're not interested. Mm-hmm. You, that, that's my the best advice I can give anybody. Uh, to the point about with the assets, that's why I said it was different in regards to, you know, particular things like vehicles. If they purchase, you know, depreciating the asset. You know, you depreciate the asset, then you write off the interest you pay on the note, mm-hmm. depending on how that's uh, done. But it's various ways we start doing that. But again, we start looking at startup costs. It, it depends on, you know, how that's done. But that's a... That's why it's, it's very important. Like I mentioned before, you get actually a real professional mm-hmm. to be able to go through everything with doing it as opposed to somebody that think they know what they're doing. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Remember, guys, I'm, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. And this we start talking about planning, uh, how to plan your business for 2024. Don't get somebody, you know, you when you meet with an accountant, you meet with an attorney, you meet with a uh, architect, don't be so apprehensive to spend that money with them because, again, that little... One little big invoice could save you so much uh, uh, heartache and pain, grand scheme, uh, you know, the big picture, everything. And I say this by myself. I remember back in, I was a whole different, you know, pay grade back then. I didn't have the money, mm-hmm. but I could have got the money together. Whereas when I was first started off those damn Google contracts. Mm-hmm. And then when people were owing me money, I couldn't really sue them because the shit was so damn, some stuff off Google, right. loophole after loophole can protect me. I I didn't want to pay the three $400 to an attorney at that time, mm-hmm. you know, uh, to draft those contracts for me, to make it where certain things were protected, mm-hmm. certain things, whatever, but I had these kind of protections. I didn't want to do that right. because I felt it was too much damn money. And now I'm looking at myself now, people are coming to me, they don't necessarily want to Pay for an accounting. What was the brother told me that time? I can't justify paying you. Right. You, you, you ain't got to. <laughs> but those kind of things is at the end of the day. Remember, like having in, 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 in regards to if you get an attorney, account or whatever, you're not paying them for what they do. You're paying them for what they know. What they know. That's right. what, that's the thing about it. You're paying them for what they know. Mm-hmm. And if you're not comfortable with it, don't use them. Mm-hmm. But don't discredit what they know. But what they got between their ears, right? right? So, you know, they, those kind of things, guys. You know. Some things you can't cut corners on. Yeah. I'm being very real with you with that. Pay now? Yeah. Pay, pay later. later. And you <laughs> might know. And, and, and when you in them situations with paying later, man, you might not never ever be able to recover from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't know. Don't fix shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Well, we didn't. We weren't aware of it. It behooves you to find out. Right. It behooves you to get the right people that can tell you what to do or not, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say that there is no excuse for ignorance. So you sometimes you got to. See him pay it out. If you don't have the money to pay these folks, sometimes scale things back, mm-hmm. right? Remember what we said before, like, when you're young, you think they're going to take too long. When you're older, you think like you ain't got enough time. At the end of the day, you're probably wrong on both of them. At the end, what you don't want to be doing is working battles. 
That's true. That's how a lot of people are right now. They working backwards. They you know they they, they struggling everything from a perception standpoint. Everything look good. Mm-hmm. But I get calls all the time. I pull up. They got the foreign cars out there. This that and that. And they just boy, <laughs> shit, them old clothes. I go from accountant to uh, damn near like a uh, life therapist. <laughs> 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 I don't want to joke about nobody. But again, we're talking about how to plan your business for 2024. Right. Uh, the call in, um, feel free to call in, guys. 678-740-9894. Guys, like we said before, make sure you do a good market research uh, in regards to everything. You want to stay updated with those market trends and things like that. Another thing, guys, and this is, you know, just from a theoretical standpoint, and this me being, you know, uh, an active board member on different organizations, you got to take those what we call strategic initiatives. Mm-hmm. Identify key initiatives that will help you achieve your goals, uh, i.e. things, you know, just new new vendors, new opportunities, uh, uh, maybe different locations and things like that, new products, new services that you may have, uh, new new things that may can cause issues for you. Another restaurant that may be in the area, you know, with certain things uh, with doing that. Prioritize initiatives based on their impact and feasibility. Prioritize those initiatives based off their impact and feasibility. How hard they gonna hit you, good or bad, and you know, how hard, you know, it can impact your uh, your pockets, okay? Mm-hmm. Develop action plans for each initiative, outlining tasks, timelines, and responsibilities, guys. Remember, we do not wanna skip over the thinking part of business, right? We do not wanna skip over it, guys. Thinking, hoping, wishing, and talking, and talking, and talking, and talking. We have you in a homeless shelter, right? <laughs> Because, you know, cause those are the kind of things people talk so much. You can get this and do that. It's easy. Put it on paper. Mm-hmm. Add, show the math. And I'm telling you guys, most of the time I've seen people sit there and do it, they were starting off in a losing cause. Mm-hmm. Right? Because, right. you know, the, the math ain't math. <laughs> All the time. You know, so those kind of things got to be taken very seriously. Operational planning. Review and update your operational process to ensure efficiencies. How many, you know, how many people are coming in that you forecast for the day? How many people you got on the clock? How much you paying those people? How much you can one person, you know, from you know input output, you know, what I'm saying from a daily basis? What do each person bring? You know, if you got a certain, you know, you have some people working for you, they just buy this. Mm-hmm. You got some person that working for you, they machines mm-hmm. putting out, putting out, putting out. Do you need this person sitting down? Because he's your brother-in-law, right? right. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta understand that, right? If we have new systems in place from a technological standpoint, that you know, we might need to get this new computer system. We we spending so much time writing this stuff down. We need to get a new computer system in that can scan it, process it, and everything like that. Those kind of things can't be uh, 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 overlooked. You know, we spent talked about before those staffing and training uh, requirements, guys. Um, even we talked a lot about. I think that was we did. I did the uh, the live feed uh, a couple of weeks ago about the nationwide labor shortage and things mm-hmm. like that. There are there is a uh, uh, quality labor shortage, you know, nationwide. Everybody's seeing that, you know, every industry and everything. You gotta find a way for your business owner to combat that, mm-hmm. right? You just cannot put your children, your spouse, and your business because that's who you have to help you. Right. And they 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 may not necessarily mean harm, but they don't need to be there. Right, especially and, they don't have on a basis. And lab, they can do more damn damage than possible mm-hmm. because certain things, can, because they, they their passion and their interest in your stuff ain't, is not yours. It's not the same. Right? And so we got to be realistic about these certain things. And, and sometimes we got to scale back. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have to sit here and find people, pay them a little bit more money, the right person, the right person will make you money. Mm-hmm. Even if you got to pay them more. 
Who makes the most in their organization? The sales department. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're making the company money. Right. People say that all the time. Look at their all these. Income. Yeah, look at all. Expenses. Exactly. A lot of times. Exactly. They generating the revenue. Right. People say all the time, why are these CEOs making 20, 30, 40 million dollars for these companies? Because they're making the company's money. Mm -hmm. Their vision, their strategic planning. That's why. Mm -hmm. They ain't just getting paid that. They, they and, and most of them, yeah, and they see. They, and one thing about it, when you start going in that world, they seek you out. Mm -hmm. You know, I get calls from headhunters, CFOs, director of finance. Mm -hmm. I get them calls. I don't want to do that. Right. So what I'm saying, I I know what that is to be pursued. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm saying, guys. You got to make sure we ain't talking about that, those kind of sales. You got to make sure that you do your due diligence. Make sure you got the right systems. Right processes, the right people in place. Take your time, take your time, take your time. Because one damn fool in your business, yeah. one damn fool can shatter your, all your dreams, all okay? Dreams. And that fool can be somebody that's close to you that you love dearly. That's eating so off you, yeah, the money you bringing in. Eating off. And, and just like I said, man, one decision. You know, your, your, your son smoking weed and, and the truck and wrecked right. it and everything. They ain't lost your contracts. You know what I'm saying? Your husband sit there and arguing with the one guy. Now all of a sudden, it's just all kind of stuff that right. just, you know, you know, they 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 done mess everything up, and you can't never recover from. So definitely from an operational standpoint, guys. And remember, if you're not familiar with it, go pay somebody. That is. Go that pay somebody, guys. I've done tons of videos on the SBA, the SBA, Small Business Association. Um, they have a lot of classes that they charge. You know, and they have some. That are free. Some that are around by 50, 60 bucks. They're not really that much. But they, they, they go through a lot of, you know, these particular things. And they actually help you in regards to find different coaches and things like that. Mm -hmm. They can help you guys. But that's one big thing. Because I, I can see that, you know, with, with my master being in supply chain, that's all we actually look at, efficiencies and effectiveness. Because, you know, logistics and transportation, that's, you know, that's the whole mm -hmm. basis of, you know, you, you dealing with FedEx and UPS, you know, with, with, with uh uh, getting things in a timely manner, but just going in a restaurant, being able to get spoken to, seated, in and out eating and everything, it's a science to that. Mm -hmm. It's math behind all that kind of stuff. Don't, don't, you know. Knowing eat, when to bring the appetizers before the meal and knowing when the meal needs to come out. Exactly. After the appetizers, you know, so yeah. you can have a certain amount of time for that you, table to turn. You never see, you might get a better experience from a personal standpoint and a mom and pop, but you never really see the efficiencies and effectiveness like you see at certain chains. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And because they don't know. Unless they you, you do see that those are people that have worked in a certain thing were going in. And like I said, just that whole come in, hello, sit down, food, eat, eat in, out, mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Next it's, person. A, it's a science to it. Right. It's science to it. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the whole theoretically we did case studies on the Jiffy Lubes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're just going to the five minute lubes mm -hmm. from the door, the car, uh 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 Done. Ten minutes more, they are out and, mm -hmm. and everything. We're doing it, man. That's math. Mm -hmm. We're doing it, and so I don't say say you gotta have everything set up, you know, just like that. But you gotta spend time to make sure that operational side is on point. Okay, uh, marketing sales strategy. You gotta develop a comprehensive marketing and sales plan. Identify the target markets and segments. Outline promotion activities, advertising campaigns, and sales target. Guys, that whole marketing standpoint. And remember, guys, check out the video I did in regards to the different. The difference between marketing and advertising. I even did videos in regards to advertising. Remember, go to Mr. Short Dollar on YouTube. Go in the search the search bar on the YouTube channel. 
put in marketing, put in advertising, put in management, put in operational. And you'll see all the videos that pop up regarding that. We got a lot. It's 800 videos on there. It's a whole lot more shit on there than grant videos. <laughs> right. I can tell you that. Uh, with, with doing it. We got a lot of great information coming out with grants to help people. But again, this side of it, I don't give a damn. Once you get that grant money, you get a thirty, forty, hundred thousand dollar grant. If you don't know how to op, uh, spend it, it'll be gone in two or three months. Mm. It happens all the time. I.e. pandemic money. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, people don't know where the hell that money is. <laughs> Couldn't tell you they, if mm. you ask. Definitely. Mm. Remember, guys, again, we're talking about how to plan your business in 2024. Call in 678-740-9894. Again, that's 678-740-9894. This is a key component, guys. That's risk management. Identif risk management is pretty much just, you know, being able to mitigate the risk that your business may have associated with it. You got to be able to identify potential risk to your business and develop, uh, develop uh, mitigation strategies. Consider economic, regulatory, and industry-specific risks. Develop contingent plans for unforeseen talent challenges. Guys, you know, me being former military, it's always, we got to have those contingent plans. Mm -hmm. What's your plan B? What's your plan C? What's your plan D? What's your plan E? You got to be able to pivot and adjust, right? Mm -hmm. New laws come out, right? You got a restaurant set up, now they got zoning restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. They got all kind of different things depending on what's going on, you know? Being in the tax industry in uh, over 22 years, man, Congress have made so many changes. When I came in, we were doing the rapid refunds. I mean, people come to me, I got your money ready for you in an hour. Right. Hell, it went, sometimes it wasn't that long. Right. Oh, that shit gone. Oh, yeah. You know, then you start, then they went to the whole certification standpoint. Then they went to the whole, it was, it's been so many changes over the years. You have to be able to pivot and adjust. Mm -hmm. Right? Same thing we do in any kind of service industry and, and things like that, construction or whatever. Laws change, restrictions, all that stuff change, right? Mm -hmm. We got to be able to adjust for that, right? Mm -hmm. You know, political climate, you know, all, all, anything can happen. The vendors, you know, your, your vendor might go up on their price. I go through this all the time. We use some of these different uh, uh, softwares to help us process stuff. You know, shit. One, one, I mean, we use one software. We've been like three, $400. They're going up to $1,100 next year. Mm -hmm. I mean, those kind of things, like, you got to be prepared for it uh, uh, with doing it. Mm -hmm. That being, you know, if you got a plan B set up for another company or, you know, just like I got some little fun set up to the side, you have to be able to pivot and adjust. Mm -hmm. it, in, in business, it's not if something happens, it's, it's when something. It, yeah, and you got to be able to adapt and overcome. Let me say, uh, Lachana says, inherit inher <laughs> inherit, and wealth to leave behind don't always, doesn't always mean money. It could be knowledge, wisdom. Great show, thanks. Dr. T Gross Ten says, "Amen. You are right. You are right on tax. You are right. A a task analyst is needed to do strategic planning and identi identify what's needed to be profitable. Family, hell now. Cool. I appreciate that. I yeah, appreciate yeah. that. The um, you know, we start talking about the risk management side, guys. Uh -huh. It's nothing uncommon because here's the deal. Um." We know what we know. Mm -hmm. We know what we know. And it is you it behooves you to find somebody that can help you uh think about certain things. Right. Uh that's if you even come to us. Guys, if you ever want to book any kind of consulting appointment, all the um uh, if you not if you're looking at it on TikTok or on uh, Instagram, but I know what the Facebook, YouTube and everything, you got the links, the book appointment, all that stuff is in there. But whoever you choose 
to do it, you got to make sure you try to get somebody get from uh, they have enough insight to see certain things. Mm -hmm. Because your vantage point, you may just see what's in front of you and what you experience with. Mm -hmm. That's what me and William was talking about the other day. A lot of times, people uh, uh, experience uh, an exposure, mm -hmm. open your eyes up to a lot more stuff what's out there and stuff until you get out there and get exposure and experience. You never know. Right. So a lot of times, you talk to a person not necessarily they work in that particular field, but because they may necessarily they more so have been versed with business. Mm -hmm. They're looking at other things mm -hmm. from a legal, uh, political, um, cost, you know, you know, just what we were talking about, vendors right. and things like that. So those kind of things you may not even be thinking about because you're so true. focused on the day-to-day. Day-to-day. Day, they, they doing behind the scenes. Exactly. Right. So you got to make sure, you know, again, that risk management stuff is very, very crucial because what you don't want to have happen, you everything going smooth, boom, right hook, boom, left hook. You know what I'm saying? Just... Right. Everything going, and you just like, man, I wouldn't even think about this kind of stuff. And you don't really have a, a, any kind of plan set in place to be able to adjust to anything to get you sidetracked. That makes sense, right? Guys, uh, employee engagement and development, we just talked about that. Make sure your people getting proper training. Make sure you're developing opportunity to enhance their employment skills. Foster um, a positive workplace with doing things. And as a business owner, guys, if you're not going to be in those particular realms in, in regards to dealing with your actual employees make sure you got you know your manager everybody getting training everybody you, you got to invest in yourself mm -hmm. i'm a big proponent in learning 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 mm -hmm. right don't get don't get set on your laurels in regards to what you know or anything like that if you got to you know that's why i went to the mastermind classes i go to these particular things i pay the money and stuff like that to learn certain stuff take take time out of myself myself to actually get engaged and learn certain stuff if, so if you got from an employee standpoint developing and making people better because the more you put into a person and the better they are the more money they potentially can make for you mm -hmm. straight up straight up straight up ain't no other way around ain't no no other way around it we are not in the cotton picking days being stop move jump right. that, that shit ain't there you know, it, it's very pivotal to have human capital. What I mean by human capital, things that people know and stuff like that. Because we're in the technological age, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it goes a little bit further than cutting it on and off, right? Mm -hmm. So you want to make sure that you got people that are smart enough that can actually think and adjust as opposed to you got to tell them what to do with everything, right? You know, because sometimes people say, well, damn, man, you're stupid. You can't think. Right. Uh, I'm not picking on nobody, but they may couldn't. So you want to actually have people that have some kind of way that they can have some capacity from a training standpoint, somebody invested into them, that they know when certain things happen. Mm -hmm. You know, if the machine start clicking or whatever, mm -hmm. hell, call somebody or whatever. Some folks just stop. Stop, right. You know, and so you just, you just you want, it, you want to make sure that you've taken some kind of time to invest in your people, right, mm -hmm. to make sure they can be the best them possible, right? That's true. Um, you got to do this. Is very, this is very, very important, guys. Uh, set up key, uh, regular regular monitoring and adjustments. Regular monitoring and adjustments. Don't get comfortable. Mm. Don't get comfortable. One of my OGs told me all the time, man, listen, the moment you get comfortable, he said, well, oh, man, I ain't worried about that lab. Got it. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, William or that running everything. I'm good. I just sit back here and get a check. Right. Next thing you know, you're getting lawsuits. You're getting letters from the IRS. You're getting uh, notices that bills ain't paid and stuff like that. Check your stuff. Right. Period. Check your stuff. <laughs> you won't be able to scale and grow until you got other people doing stuff for you. Mm -hmm. But you got to strategically make sure you meet with people to find out what well, this done, whatever done. And if you got somebody checking stuff for you, make sure you're checking them. Then you maybe got somebody on the outside checking them. Mm -hmm. You got to have your checkers again checked. 
Do not get comfortable and just say, okay, cool, I'm just backed out of it. Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't mean somebody's going to try to do something wrong behind you, but stuff happens. They may have forgot, right? And at the end of the day, if a person is working for you and something bad, traumatic happened at the business, they can always go somewhere else, Mm -hmm. right? They just might have lost their job, but they can... You know, go through maybe a little a, a change and be back where they are in no time. Right. You may not never ever be able to recover. True. You see what I'm saying, Lyle? So it behooves you to make sure you got those things set up and, and, and with doing that. You got to establish regular review sessions to uh, assess a performance and make adjustments when needed. You got to stay flexible, be ready to adapt your plan based on the changing circumstances. Guys, I can't stress to you enough. Do not let your guard down in business. Don't trust everybody. Yeah. Don't trust. I mean, and, and you're gonna have to have some kind of trust with doing it, but you gotta trust yourself more that you got things that's gonna check behind them. I am so serious about that. Mm-hmm. I am so serious because just like I'm telling you, I done made these same damn mistakes, same mistakes, man. I'm sitting there. Uh, I gotta run a house right damn now. <laughs> I so you know, I, I ain't gonna beat myself up too bad. I knew what I was doing going through what a divorce. Going through, right. I was going through a divorce, and I, it was a lot of things that fell to the wayside. I mean, even with the salon and stuff like that, I went all the way there. I wasn't normal, Deontay. I life get, was I, life-ing. yeah, life was lifing, but that ain't no damn excuse, right? Because while life was lifing, uh, n words were n wording, so <laughs> <laughs> and they were n wording, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going over there, man, seeing run up folks ain't paying rent. I mean, house house look like some shit oh, from the, 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 down there like a, what they call it? What do y'all what call it? A bando? Yeah. House look like a damn bando. Is that the one the picture you showed me? Man, yeah, shit, oh, man. Oh, wow. What happened? Mm. <laughs> yeah, they, mm. they tore up the ceiling and everything. But they look like a damn bando. Yeah. <laughs> but they really just come down like, I trust this person. They're going to do this, that, and that. And I ain't tripping on nobody. I think it's more, more my fault because you know why I knew better. Right. right, and now you guys know better because I told you. So you got to make sure, man. Trust folks, man. But shit, man, you you, you better trust yourself Self more. First. Absolutely. So please, please, please don't necessarily uh don't blow that off in regards to just stand on top of your stuff. The next thing, guys, communication plan. Develop a communication plan to keep everybody involved. All your stakeholders, stakeholders being people that work for you, people that invested with you, your family members, stakeholders. Anybody got some kind of active involvement with you or your business, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta make sure you got some kind of communication to let folks know what's going on. Market trends changing, you got health issues, you got uh, finance, whatever. You gotta make sure you got some kind of, I ain't saying you gotta let everybody know the same thing, but you gotta have some kind of communication uh, set up with all that, okay? Clearly communicate the strategic direction, goals, and expectations for your team. That's a big thing where I even just, even when I coach, I always get on my other coaches like, look, coach, you fussing at the kid. But do he really know what he did wrong? Right. You know, sometimes Cole, man, but why you didn't do this, that, and that? Kids say, all right, Cole. I'm like, Cole. You know, I'm talking with my sister. Cole, I don't think he really. <laughs> he understood what he did. Well, I, don't, I still don't think he know what he did. Right, right. And sometimes I say, you know, I ask kids all the time, son, do you know what you did wrong? You know, I say, tell them what I want done. And he say, you know, kids always say the same, and adults do it too. Do you understand? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. explain to me. And they start chewing that damn mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Look here, man. If y'all don't damn know, say, Coach, I don't damn know. Because what well, we can't afford it. We right. getting this damn game. And, you, and your ass, I'm, I got you expecting you to know what to do, and you don't know. Right. But a lot of people ain't like that. But you got to make sure that you clearly explain to folks. And be patient enough for people to go through their learning curves to understand. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And be able to actually develop, uh, develop an effective way where everybody understands. And the way lab process and the way wheel process may be totally different. Right. But at the end of the day, we got to make sure everybody know what they're doing because that's the goal and plan we got in place. Mm -hmm. Right? So we got to, that's very, very important. Uh, foster open communication challenge to gather feedback and address concerns. You know, if people got questions, people want to make changes. Uh, because my way is just that, my way. Mm -hmm. But your way may be better. It may but be more efficient. Exactly. So find, find some way where people feel comfortable with doing that. And it's not uh, uh, an environment where everybody got some kind of resentment, apprehension with doing it. But a lot of times, if you sit there and got your plan in place and it's, it's clearly stated what's going on, you have less problems with, with than if you actually uh, leave it out there and assume everybody understands. Mm -hmm. Right? You got to go out there and sneak up behind them. Man, you know what, you know, you know what we're trying to do, right? right. Yeah, yeah. What are we trying to do? And don't feel bad. When you trying to check me, you don't think I know? No, I'm just asking. Because right. at the end of the day, this is my shit now. <laughs> so I need to make sure, you know what I'm saying? Right. I ain't really, you know, I, 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 I ain't, uh, I'm not in the disrespect to business, but at the end of the day, you got to understand that. Right. And, and, and everybody may not necessarily receive that. Now, you don't have to do it every day. You ain't got to micromanage. You got to stand up by the shoulder. But don't forget, your name is on the business, right? right. So you got to make sure that everybody knows what you uh, what's going on with that. You know Dr. what I'm saying? Dr. T, T. Gross T says, I don't micromanage. I have zero tolerance in babysitting. Mm. <laughs> it, you won't be able to be effective if you micromanage. Right. But you can all, it can also be catastrophic if you turn around and assume that everybody got everything. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you just relay it with doing it. And your system may be that you just maybe not necessarily go to... Uh, Go through everybody looking over them, but you may just talk to your manager. Say, man, mm -hmm. y'all, you sure everybody good or whatever, this, that, and that. And everybody has some kind of way that they checking people. Yeah. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Because you can't just give free range. Right. And everybody, oh, You got to be able to rein them in a little bit. Yeah, because, I mean, it, there's no major organization out there where, where, where folks ain't getting checked. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and that they, we, we learned that in the military. Boo-boo go downhill. It don't go up. So at the end of the day, when, when that stuff happens, you know, so if they mad up here, when they come down here, you ain't going to like it. So you got to make sure you have some plans in place where you're checking stuff, right? And you said something that, that when I was in my, uh, my master's, when I get my degree, my master's degree in, in business, and the professor says, you don't necessarily micromanage but or check, you, you know, micromanage your wellness, your wellness check. You bring them all together and ask them, are there any problems in the area that you're working in to see if they actually know what's going on? Yeah. It's, it's more of you present it to them as you're just checking to make sure they're okay and understand what's going on more than I'm, you know, more than I'm making sure that you're doing this right. You know, it's a, it's a way to present it, he says. Yeah, and, 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 and that's a good point with that because, you know, we can look and say that's a slick way of trying to see right. if you know what you're doing. Right. But on the flip side of it, you got to have those kind of things in right. place. You know, and that's... I mean, because if it's a good employee... And they may not know a certain, may have changed the system, and they may not know it, but they don't want to say anything because they don't want to look slow or whatever. And you wellness check. And that happens a lot. Yeah. That happens a lot. Or they may you get, they, they doing a good job, They and they don't want to get fired or whatever because they now you didn't change the system, and they don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, and a good employee may not be receptive to change. Right. I don't want to do the computers. That ain't the way we're doing it. Right. I've been doing it 20 something been years. Been doing my hand for long yeah, for 25 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, but that ain't what we're doing. We ain't doing it that way no right. more. And you got to make sure somebody's checking that and not accepting certain things. It's, it's changing. Mm -hmm. And that go for everybody, right? So you got to make sure you have them, um, those things in place to check that. Mm -hmm. Guys, remember the planning is an ongoing process and flexibility is key. 
regularly revisit your plan, monitor progress, and be prepared to make adjustments based on the evolving business landscape. Guys, I want everybody to have a super successful 2024. And again, the thought process behind doing the show tonight was to help people understand uh, the different things that you need to be aware of if you're already a currently business owner or be a prospective business owner uh, next year. Because again, we people don't put too much thought into um, uh, this side of it mm-hmm. because it's been so much time. And you know, if I cut these many yards, if I you know make so many of these shirts, if I press so many of these, or I pressure wash. The, the actual act of the service of the product being instead of just looking at it theoretically you know what it takes to make it uh happen and also be able to sustain your business right mm-hmm. so that's why i want to have a discussion so guys one one quick thing remember if you came in the middle of the show say hey man you know the conversation sounds good remember go to mr short doll on youtube uh check out uh subscribe to the channel first but also just check out all the information you see this whole show in its whole entirety on the youtube channel and everything and i want to tell you guys we're nearing the end of the year I want to say thanks again for all the love and support. I'm still hiring tax preparers, so you can actually go on the YouTube channel, even look on the uh, uh, on the YouTube channel, and uh, you'll see the video in regards to the tax preparation. The uh, I think I got a direct list. I'm, I'm having a damn brain cram lab where people can just register with doing it. If you join the list or if you reach out to us, a lot of contact information, as far as even the number at the office or the six seven eight four seven nine four zero zero seven. You can give us a call, but definitely you go to the YouTube channel, Facebook, Insta, not Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. All the contact information is there in the description section of the video. Y'all can give us a call if you're actually looking. We also have the link for if you want to start your own tax business, you want to get that course to doing that. A lot of great information there, but definitely, guys, start off with just subscribing to the YouTube channel and taking advantage of all the great information we got there. I want to tell you guys again, I appreciate you guys, and I appreciate Lab. Working with me, you know, and I hate the traffic, but we had a great, we had a great conversation tonight. I hope you guys got a lot from it and everything. I love and appreciate all the love and support. Take care, be safe, and I'll talk with you soon.